Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we're having a really hard time narrowing down the topic. I was just told this is not a rehearsal. I said this is not a rehearsal. So I have to get my act together. You give me a topic, and we'll see if I know anything about it. Let's just start talking about this. I'll frame it this way, and then we can record another episode later if it doesn't cover what we want to cover. Fashion and making your own clothes, there's so much to talk about with this. Okay. So we've just recorded and probably released an episode on sewing classes and garment sewing. And so that's kind of where my brain is right Uh now. We... Uh, are in the Midwest. We're in the middle of the country. Right. In, in fact, at one time, Peoria was considered the demographic middle um, of the United States. And how far is that from us? Less than 200 miles? Right, right. Yeah. So we're like in the very middle of the U.S. We're in the middle of Missouri. Right. De- dead smack, like between St. Louis and Kansas City. Yes. And what this does, why I'm mentioning this, is it makes it really hard for us to get nice garment sewing fabric around here. <laughs> well, it does. Things tend to flow in from the coast. Right. And yes. so we we were, a few years ago, we were having like all this internal sort of conflict. We like sewing garments. But we were like, people aren't wanting to pay for a garment class. Right. They're not wanting to or, come or, in. Or invest the time. Or invest the time. You know, everybody, people will say they want a fitting class, and then if the class is over $15, right. then, well, well, it wasn't. Or if I would say, well, that's three you know, three Saturdays in a row right. or three Wednesday evenings. Oh, I can't do three Wednesday evenings. Well, you okay. know. Okay. You know, all right. So we were having all this trouble, but, like, our our store, you know, is our store, and it needs to be sort of true to us, you know. And so finally, we were like, we're just going to order in some fabrics. For the classes we want and to teach. show people what we can do. And tell people if they have fabric already or they're buying it somewhere else. I mean, literally, it's this much of a fabric desert that we we would have to say, you have to show it right. to us first before we'll let you sew right. the garment with it. And this wasn't because we're being snobs. It's because people would bring in, like, a quilting cotton to make a blazer. Right. Well, and, and we want them you know? to be successful. Yes, right. And they I mean, it's to, about yes. them being successful, right. not even about us selling them the fabric. No, no, exactly. They needed to be successful. You can't make everything out of what was available at the fabric well you can make it it's just will you like it when it's finished probably not so so we were having all this do you want to look like a couch anyway yeah exactly we were having all this all these problems and so we started you know we're like 
screw it. We're doing it. We're, we're right. just going to teach these classes. And now it's there's been a big resurgence in all these indie pattern companies, you know, and all of these people blogging about making their own clothes. Right. And I think this has really helped sort of people realize, like, making your own clothes is possible and that it can be enjoyable. It's also probable. <laughs> yeah, yes. right. You know, that they, they – okay. Yeah. You know, I think – I think maybe five years ago, the sewing world was, like, so focused on quilting that there wasn't even – I mean, people thought we were crazy in our store for teaching the yeah, teacher you know, class. The other Do you thing, remember that? Yes. And the other thing that honestly has happened is clothes are actually easier to sew. When I started sewing, things were very fitted. Uh-huh. We only had a very narrow ty- uh, types of fabric to choose from. Right. I mean, a wool was a wool was a wool. Right. You know, um, you didn't even have blends hardly in those days. Or if it was, or you know, or if you did have some polyester, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, heaven help you. You you looked you got you know it looked slick after you ironed it or right. whatever. Um, so. In some ways, so clothes are easier to sew uh-huh. um, because they're, they're not always so fitted or fabrics can be a little bit more forgiving. So we have a more diversity in fabric types and we also right. have more diversity in silhouettes right. now. You think like sort Absolutely. of obviously, well, in, in I don't know how much we're going to get into like environmental social impact of clothing manufacturing but things turn over so fast now that you see past decades roll by in one year you know it's like well it's just like going someplace to buy i don't know uh, or or you go into a garment store or maybe not maybe more of a box store like a target Mm -hmm. or a myers or what else is out there i don't know but walmart um you go in and you buy this t-shirt Right. And you're like, I really like this T-shirt. It fits really well. And you go back next week and it's gone. Right. They don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it has, its life has been spent. Right. So because of why is the question. My reason why is marketing. Right. Because it's telling you, if you see it and you like it, you better buy it now. Maybe you better buy 15 of them. Well, and, and speaking of. Walmart, you know, and I don't mean to make any like moral judgments about all these stores or anything at the moment without statistics to back me up. I haven't done all my writing down of these things, you know, but we had a big problem, I think about six or seven years ago, convincing people to come to t-shirt class. Right, because they, they could buy said, our T-shirt for no, five dollars or seven dollars. They would just say it right. to our face, guys. They would be like, "I can buy a T-shirt for eight dollars." And I don't know if it's the internet and and people become more more becoming right. more connected that I can see the more like-minded people out there. You right. know, we had to really like double down real hard. Well, and say, and, you right. can get this T-shirt. You can pay for the class, pay for the fabric, da da da, and get a T-shirt that fits you like a more expensive T-shirt. Right. I would or, say, do you want a five dollar T-shirt? or an $80 t-shirt that you can make for to and and we would wear them and we would show we were also right. we were on a mission mm-hmm. this is what a t-shirt looks like when it fits you right and you know we got a couple of people um I'm thinking of Janet like yeah just went crazy yeah she, you know we fitted her with a t-shirt you know, she's got her t-shirt we pattern, drafted man. her t-shirt pattern it were and I mean she went crazy with it and she looks good and we got her in a new bra and I mean she you know, well, and mission you know what, accomplished there. You know what I never heard during this whole time was 
you can buy a blanket at Walmart for $10. I, know, I was then, like, uh, And you think about, or a bedspread, or yeah, a comforter, I feel, I felt and you a think little, about what people buy, yeah, spend on no, quilts. People, people were saying it at the at the sewing conventions. Right. No one wants to make clothes because you can buy them. And I'm like, hello, you can buy blankets too. You can buy everything. But like, right. I would I would never say to someone who spent a bunch of time on a quilt, you made you made that thing and I could buy it at Walmart. I'd never say that. No. You know, because you can't. Right. They made it. That's they put right. their heart into now, it. Now, the one thing that has been said in our shop is Mallory showed her jeans. Yeah. In, in a club setting where people had come and people were showing off their stuff. And someone had just shown off a pretty gorgeous quilt, apparently, yeah. that was fairly complex and a group project. Am I correct? It, well, the quilt wasn't done yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. But a, a complex and yes. group project. Okay. And and everyone oohed and awed and thought it was great. And then Mallory showed her jeans, and everybody sort of oohed and on. And they said, and then it, the next question was, well, how long did it take you to make those? Right. And Mallory said, what? I don't know, like right. 15 hours right. maybe or but something. the woman who made the quilt, yeah. who was very astute, said, yes, but it took me this many hours. And, well, I said to right. her, I said, I said, right. you know, Jeannie was, Jeannie's still making this quilt. That's right. And, well, and the way she was timing it out, and this is, this isn't bad. It's just like, this is the way it was going. They were making a few blocks a month. Right, you know? right. They weren't spending every spare minute right. making this quilt like I was making my jeans. And I said, we also... What, you know, she said when she finished the sentence she with said, me, she said, "What we want to sew, we sew. what we know? want to sew, a pair of jeans, pretty much doesn't take as long as a quilt. Probably not. Now you depending do on have, the quilt, you, and you, you, know. do, you now a quilt. Maybe you can just buy the pattern, and right. you don't have to fit it. Yep, and maybe you have to fit the jeans, and that takes a little bit, right? You know, of a different type of skill. Mm -hmm. But we do what we want. We do it. But the other thing too is if we do it once." And it turns out really well, and I have this problem. We will make it again and again and right, again. Right, right. Uh, I I made a particular type of pant, sort of a pajama-y type, loose flowing mm -hmm. pant for myself um, this year for a couple of reasons. They were in style, right. And the other reason is I had had um, some surgery on my leg, and I had a huge uh, bandage I had to wear. In fact, it was out of proportion to the actual size of the wound, but I just didn't want to explain to everybody why I had this big, ugly, you know, wrap on my leg all the time. So I made, and then I really liked him, and I thought I was looking cute, and they were easy. So I have all of these pants now. <laughs> I have no tops, but I have, I have a pants. lot of pants. But I think it's so funny that we're seeing all these popular, uh, the fact that they're independent pattern designers who are making right. a living, right. making uh, garment sewing patterns. Right. This is such a contrast to not very long ago. Right. When we would have to, when, I mean, we would get snickered at, you know, oh, absolutely. Uh, by, by, uh, customers and by fellow machine dealers. Right. You know, et cetera, et cetera. When we said that we were going to, you know, do these things. And I don't think any type of sewing should be disrespected. But some people would say in classes, say, well, garment sewers are cheap. And I'm like, right. well, there are all sorts of people who are cheap or what you know uh, i can tell you yeah. about some cheap quilters yeah, they're cheap quilters you know. they're cheap garments or they're all the, you know and right. is it you know what's cheap mean what do you mean you know like but i'm like you know no one's uh no one's sewing their clothes to really you know technically save a lot of money right now necessarily or i particularly guess particularly impress anyone but themselves right but the i mean i don't i don't think we should need 
um, other people telling us it's okay. Right. You know, the best thing in the world is when somebody says to me, and, and this has happened just recently, oh, I love your shirt. Okay, I was in a, a, a class, mm-hmm. and I was wearing my rash guards, right? right? And everybody kept complimenting me and complimenting me on what I was wearing in class. I, I didn't say anything till like, the next to the last class. And this girl said, every girl, woman, whatever she was. <laughs> she, she was 40 years my junior. She says, you always wear such cute stuff. And it seems to be, you know, you, you look good in it. And I said, well, I make them. Right. And the whole class freaked. I, I and I, I planned it. I mean, she so she so hit my cue because everybody would say that is oh I love that. So top. no one no one needs to write in and say, well, ZD's just an attention seeker. Right. We already know. It's okay. <laughs> but but I just but I did. I, I totally let them compliment me on these right. things and didn't say, Oh, I made it. Right. Because I, for one reason I wanted to know I, I guess I wanted to hear the compliments instead of if people know you so, the first thing they say to you is did you make that? Right. Instead right. of that's really cute mm-hmm. or that looks good on you or right. they'll go, did you make that? Mm-hmm. And, and you don't know what that means. Right. That's an arbitrary, not compliment. It's right. not a compliment. It, it's, it's sort of an arbitrary. And is there judgment in there? Right. Did you so make it's that? A, yeah. It is sometimes nice to just get a, that's cute. Okay. You right. know, and not right. have to, not but have like to I said, it. I, 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 you know, when it started, I was like, I'm not going to tell people I'm making these. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait and see. Because, you know, everybody's coming in with their little outfits on, and I'll come in with my little outfit on, and we'll see how this rolls out. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. I think maybe the resurgence in garment sewing has a lot to do with um, the Great Recession, though, um, and, and a lot more sort of attention being paid to where things are made and how they're made. That might be true. I think that we're, you know, a big, it's election season. I don't know how far out this podcast is, but man, I can't wait for it to be over. Well, it'll be election season again. It might not be the, um, you know, national, or the presidential, but <laughs> whatever, you know. Season. So there's, there's a lot of talk about going, uh, going on about like American jobs, you know. And, and there, there are a lot of, really gene manufacturers now they're doing this at home right so there's there's a lot of this talk about where things are made and da 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 da, and where and there's this big i don't know if it's i don't know what i don't want to call it like a disconnect but there's a big people aren't people aren't putting these two things together how much things cost where they're made and where jobs are 
Right. You need to think about all of these things and make whatever decisions you wish to make. I do. I am. I'm not. You know, gonna necessarily like say, oh, well, you know, you can only buy things made in the U.S. or da 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 da. Because that's well, then you would never buy a sewing well, machine. And, yeah, that's right. Well, and that's <laughs> none of them are made here. Everybody. That's not how the world is working. No anymore no we should it should be a world market you know there that's right. not that's not how things are working but people will simultaneously complain about jobs you know maybe being sent elsewhere right. but then also complain about the price of something right and i i'm like okay well they you know we've been conditioned to get really excited when we find a cheap product right i got a good deal mm-hmm. i this and that Da, da 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 and that's marketing. You know, that's right. you just should feel smart by shopping in this store. Right. You see that in commercials for all sorts of stores. I went here and I'm just a smart person for even being here because they have the best prices. Not well, you know, we're, we're definitely qualified to make all of these statements uh-huh. because we are the biggest consumers on earth. Right. We right. consume a lot more than any other nation. In any other area. China might be getting there, though. You well, think, maybe per capita, because I know China's uh, yeah. much more popular. Right. I know course, I'm talking but, about per know. capita. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of countries where you see the walk-in closets that we have in our homes to accommodate our wardrobes. Right. And we're still buying. And so when people do decide to make their own clothing, they're able to know it's ethically made if they're concerned about labor practices. They can source their fabric, try to know where it's made. You know, they can make high-quality things that will last them longer. This has environmental uh, repercussions. Impact in Impact, which way. Impacts. Yeah, right. exactly. You know, there's all – or when you mend something or when you buy – whatever, you know. And I don't think that these things are things to take into account just so you can have some kind of moral high ground because that really bugs me. But they are something that you can you can think about. And I think that that's what has made the – Oh, you're making your own T-shirt? Like it's not so crazy anymore. Well, I, well, I don't, I don't hear the in in making it mm-hmm. and sourcing it and all of those things you have to do makes you understand the value of sewing. Right. Okay. Just like the value of making a meal. Right. I have to plan it. I have to go buy the groceries. You know, I have to know where they are. I'm trying to get them at the best cost. I'm trying to buy local, blah, whatever. I'm. I have to know how many people I'm cooking for. Whatever you're doing, yeah. Well, you know, sewing is the same thing. Just like like all of that. Well, and then there's a lot of marketing that you have to deal with too. Marketing that. Honestly, you should just let go away. But it's so, it's so hard. It's so hard. I it was is just hard. Looking, it's very hard. I was, I, there was a show on about um, how the FDA is trying to regulate makeup, like the cosmetic industry. There's no regulation on it at all. Like there's no standards well, right now well, by, the, by the FDA, right? Do you know? Well, that's getting off subject. Okay, hold on. Let go, me, I can't yeah, do this. Let, right? let, let, me, let me finish. People don't like it when you talk over me I know. I'm thinking over you, too, though. Stop thinking yeah, sorry, over me. Stop sorry. talking. Okay. So the FDA doesn't regulate cosmetics now, and people are concerned. But people are concerned about the burden this could place on small business. Da, da, da. You know, okay. Old, old situation, right. right? You know, government regulation, safety, taxes, money, blah, 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 right? But I do, I even have a problem sometimes when th- when things are labeled as, like, like, what does the label organic mean? I was Not looking, a whole lot. Right. I was looking for, I was like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I am concerned about the makeup. I'm like, what can I get that's, like, 
the least environmental impact. I was just reading this article on how mica is mined. That's like the sparkly mm-hmm. stuff in your yep. eyeshadow, and little children are doing it. And I'm like, oh gosh. Well, poor me. I'm having to decide what kind of eyeshadow what color? to buy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I'm. I don't mean to complain, but there, there. Then people. There's a lot of marketing about that. You know, about this is organic or this is fair trade or da 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 da. But sometimes, sometimes those words are not. They might not mean anything. And so that's the same. I think that's a similar thing of what's going on with clothing and why it's almost more, quote unquote, acceptable to kind of take this into your own hands. Or fashionable. Or fashionable or popular. Acceptable, fashionable. Something you can talk about. I buy these fair trade things. I buy these organic things. It's like, oh, well, maybe only the super rich can afford to. Well, and that's by true. Things, it like, might be more expensive. Right. Not it everybody. It absolutely might be more You know, so If you're closing six six kids for, you know, school, it, the most important thing might be the price of those that's T-shirts. Right. And sewing. And, and you know what? That's okay, too. Sewing's our luxury. I mean, sewing, right. sewing in this country, just how our society is, is a bit of a luxury. You know? It uh, is. It, what what machines cost and what fabric costs and in, time in time and you know we're all supposed to you know be in two income households and you right. know all that jazz so it's nobody's main job to uh you know just so well, close for their family sewing sewing is definitely a hobby right and no longer what we consider a household skill except my husband thinks it's a household skill. right except or, we, or yeah. a boat cover skill or whatever <laughs> we want to call that or Oh, look, they made these, you know, bike shorts like this. Can you fix this? Right. What else can be done so I don't have a drawstring or, or whatever? So, you know, we've loved the fact. We've enjo- totally enjoyed the skills that I have gotten with sewing. And we're enjoying this resurgence right. in the garment making. We want to use our experience in having made these things to help people not have to go through maybe so much experimentation if well, it's not their main and, job. And the other thing is, is you can make those clothes and the clothes fit better. They feel better. When they feel better, they look better. I mean, you you can't, that's a circle. Right. You can't do one without the right. other. I mean, if, if it's made, you're making it out of the fabric you need it. I mean, how many times have I made the same pair of pants, basically, but they're different fabric? Right. For... You know, because I wanted them to look like this or feel like this or have this much warmth or have this much ventilation or whatever. So, you know, we not only alter it in the sense to fit it, but we alter it to our needs. Right, right. Well, I think that it's just interesting to observe right? how much more popular this has gotten, how much we're able to teach garment classes nowadays right? when we were literally scorned for doing so well yeah and what is this the we scorn were, and disrespectful I'm stuff just, about i am remembering i'm having these yeah vis- visual, what is that i'm having these visual memories of being in the old the former location of the well, shop i think the other and i'm seeing it right. right now i'm seeing i'm seeing these people go oh you know and i'm like huh yeah and i think I, you know a, a small aspect of this also is is there were days when people had to sew during yes uh, depressions or whatever, and and we addressed this in in one of our podcasts about my mother, and my mother had a very negative outlook towards sewing, because she grew up 
in the same fabric for every you know garment she had because they would buy a bolt that was the best way to be and it didn't fit well and, that... and when she finally got like into ready-made clothing she was amazed that something looked the way it did it was more attractive than what had been sewn for her I now think... there were people sewing and doing a better and job doing yeah, a better right. job <laughs> but what i'm saying is when it was a necessity maybe people weren't always as skilled as as you know, they could are as artistic or it has whatever a lot I want to do say. with status symbols. I think like it, right. okay, so it used to be a status symbol to, you know, uh, get your clothes made and use lots of fabric, uh, right. you know, to make those skirts and need a dresser and you know wear a corset, right. da da da. And and it then it was a status symbol that you could afford the ready to wear, right? And then it was a status symbol to um, buy frozen dinners That's and have right. a microwave. And okay. you know, my mother told me I was born in 1953. Uh huh. My brother was born in 1944. She breastfed my brother. Uh-huh. But in 1953, the doctor said, oh, you want formula because you know what's in it. Right. And the other thing my mother said, she says, it was very fashionable. Only the poor people breastfed. That's what uh, an article of a yes. parenting book I read, she said yes. that someone told her mother, that's only something poor immigrants do. Yeah. And now, okay, so now we have this uh, culture that can sometimes shame women who use formula. Well, and so right. we've got this backswing. Well, you know, well I, I, I think what it yeah. is is everybody wants to shame everybody right. for some reason to make them feel or better. You, I don't know. Or growing your own food. Right. Okay. Now it's very fashionable. And what are you doing if you don't have a vegetable garden for right. your kid to play in? Well, okay. you might be working a lot. Yeah, you, <laughs> might, you might be working. You might be in a place that doesn't have a yard. Right. I don't know. I think that we all use our skills to create, Or well, <laughs> back up. I think we should all use our skills to create a better place in the world somehow. And it doesn't always mean everybody can do it the same way you can. That's right. You and know? it doesn't mean you always need to criticize for someone for their choices. You don't know why they made right. their choices. You And I think that that is big time on the Internet with comment culture right now. People are. You know, I don't use oh, paper you, plates. Yeah. Because I don't like them. Right. It has nothing to do with saving a tree. No. Maybe if I did like paper plates, I'd think about if I should save a tree or not. But I just don't like them. But sometimes I'll think, oh, this is a good thing I'll share with people about preventing waste of, uh, I don't know, fabric. And yeah, I'm well, like, I, wanna, I, I want to present this to people in a way that says, hey, this can help because this is a concern of mine. But I'm certainly not pretending like. I'm, I'm not, like, saving all the water that I don't use and then do, you know, there's lots of other things that I probably do. You don't that, save your gray water to water your yeah, lawn. Yeah, to water my garden. Right. There's, you know, there's a drain that I have, to, or the, a filter I have to clean on my washing machine and water comes out. And I thought, oh, like, if I was being really good, like, I I'd know. save this water and do this. And I was like, okay, well, we're all on our own journey here. Yes. It, even if you make your clothes, doesn't mean you have to have a 100% handmade wardrobe. It doesn't mean you have to use cloth diapers. Right. It doesn't, doesn't mean you, you have to use paper diapers. You don't There's an argument to, on both sides. You don't have to breastfeed. You don't have to do this. You don't have to whatever, you know. But I think that it's... Uh, we do need to think about, are we doing the best thing for the world, for ourselves, for everybody around right. us? How on earth did that come out of fashion? well i think there's sewing. a lot of a lot of moral uh posturing around well and i know that when i have that's one reason i don't even let people know i sewed my shirt mm -hmm. because i think part of that not only that i wanted to shock them all in the end <laughs> was that i didn't want them looking at everything i wore 
Yeah. And critiquing it beyond, uh, you know, why would she pick that fabric uh-huh. to go together? Because believe me, I don't pick the same fabrics to go together that are on the market, right. do I, Mallory? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the <laughs> resurgence in garment sewing after we obviously went into... I hope you had a long walk. Uh, yeah, when you're I, I, to I this hope you en- enjoyed this. They're get- the podcasts are getting longer. Um, so uh, let us know what you think. We're ZD's Sewing Studio on Instagram. My email address is Mallory at SewHere.com. And let us know what you think uh, and have a good time doing whatever you do while you're listening to a really long podcast now. So long and so amazingly. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.